Welcome to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. How do you know if you are the target of a paranormal parasite? Can they attach themselves to whole families? Can unborn children from parallel worlds be protecting you? Hello there, and welcome to the 287... Wait, no, we're past 287, aren't we? I I feel like I'm that old, yeah, but... Well, 287th edition of Behind the Paranormal. lose count. It's it's Paul and Ben Eno. I thought we were over 300 shows. Maybe that's just me. No, that includes the Achieve shows. Anyway, get on with it. Okay, I'm Ben, and all those pretty serious questions... emanated from my co-host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. And so we have no guests tonight, so it would be an open line show, but first uh, we must go to our weekly paranormal contest. And our question from last week was, uh, what is the most common name for an entity that can be created by spiritual concentration? Well, a lot of people tried to uh, emanate the correct answer, but they didn't. Uh, The Tibetan Buddhist concept of tulpa is what we were looking for. T-U-L-P-A is more or less how it's rendered in English. But part of the reason uh, for that may be that we unfortunately lost our podcast from last week, so we have a famous lost show to join, I think, one or two others that we've had in the history of the show, which is uh, three seasons so far. But uh, a lot of people probably didn't hear it. So sorry about that technical glitch, And uh, but again, nobody got the answer. Uh, our Well, anyway, let's uh, move on, and we'll, we'll try another question this week and see if we can... Hold it together technologically here. Um, so this week's question is, where is the world's only official UFO landing pad? And get that right, and win an autographed copy of my dad's most popular book, Footsteps in the Attic. And as we answer emails and letters today, please feel free to join the discussion. Call us at 401-766-1240 in the local area, or 800-449-1240 anywhere in the country. All right. So let's move straight on. We we have a number of interesting communications today. Some of these you may have heard the beginnings of before. Very often we have people writing lengthy letters to us using our form that's on the Internet, and they um, kind of, uh, it's interesting and informative, but it's long, so we, we sometimes don't have a chance to deal with the whole thing. Tonight we're going to try to deal with a few that we have not uh, dealt with in, in their entirety. This one, however, is relatively short. It is from Chelsea. Uh, I should, yeah, Chelsea and M, and uh, she does not say where she is from. Okay, so Chelsea writes, How do you know if one is being called, uh, being called uh, bothered fed on uh, or fed on by a parasite? Because my boyfriend and I can't escape this negativity. Sometimes I think it's coming from him, but uh, we now have a 15-month-old son, and I don't want him growing growing up uh, with all this negativity. How do we protect ourselves against this negativity? Un- unhappy thinking slash being. Um, maybe you should come to Oklahoma. Uh, get back with me when you can. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Well, I guess she's from Oklahoma. Yes. All right. Well, okay, Chelsea, thank you for writing. This is a very, very common problem, and and Ben and I have actually, (coughs) excuse me, uh, quite a bit of experience with this sort of thing because it is so common. First of all, for those of you who do not listen to the show regularly or or, uh, don't know what we mean by a parasite, uh, you think of a parasite as being uh, some sort of uh, terrible 
you know, insect or, or something in, in your physical system. Well, there can be non, well, there can be physical parasites of, a, there can be parasites of a different kind as well. And uh, they are often known in folklore as demons or evil spirits, things that, that have been, been named by people who didn't really understand what they really were or just have come down to us in folklore rather than in, in uh, some sort of sense of, of them being part of our daily lives. But they do seem to be, in my 41 years of experience of dealing with, with the paranormal, uh, life forms from parallel realities as speculated about in quantum physics today. Physics has taken us into some pretty wild areas of uh, how the universe may be organized and created. And, and this is what we've seen from, we, we, the two of us see from the trenches now and that I've seen for many years. And these parasites seem to be uh, critters that feed upon our negative energy. They seem to be interdimensional creatures that can uh, move from one realm to another, uh, as we seem to maybe have trouble doing without uh, a lot of effort. And they uh, they create problems, but th- they seem to be very intelligent. They learn very quickly. Uh, and many of the ghost stories you hear have to do with these things, because when you see them, they uh, we have a few photographs. They look like... Um, Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Okay. They look like bolts of lightning or uh, electromagnetic energy or some, or I should, or I should say, plasma type energy, sort of electrified air molecules. And uh, but their effect is uh, can often be very dire in in taking the weaknesses of a person or or, or a family and literally pushing buttons and making them worse. Now, as I say, Ben and I run into this all the time. You have to be very careful, of course, uh, to you know to take your personal responsibility and lay it off on them. People are responsible for their own lives. If they have problems, they have to deal with them. You can't just say, lay back and say, oh, you know, and, and you know, we, we come from a society of whiners and people who just don't want to take responsibility very often. Yeah. Want it all done for them. And uh, they want it all done to them, too. They'll say, well, the parasites, you know, it's, uh, the, the demon made me do it or, or this is creating the problems or I have... Uh, financial problems, not because I'm lazy, but because I, uh, this parasite is creating problems. However, there are plenty of situations, such as Ch- uh, Chelsea describes, where these things really are creating problems. I'm thinking, Ben, of the case in Providence, Rhode Island, that we uh, dealt with recently and are still kind of... Uh, oh, yeah, that was, that was nuts. Yeah, we... Uh, but we haven't heard anything back, so one can assume no news is good news. Well, we, I also th- I need to follow up, too, but we went uh, to a... We called in by a, a land... Lady and you know her husband who owned a number of pro- very nice properties in Providence, Rhode Island, which is a lovely colonial city, much of it. And they were they were not apartments as such; they were houses, I guess, which were sub which had several apartments in each of them. Yeah. But the, she would say that a particular house that she had us check out was one in which the people would move in who were relatively successful, maybe professional people or, or, you know, at least employed and, you know, sort of going on with their lives. And they uh, liked these uh, very nice uh, properties, which uh, were just being fixed up. And their lives would just fall apart. Well, it depended on what room they stayed in. That's true. I noticed that that... Well, you, you can talk about the, the impressions we got, like, the, from the downstairs. Well, what you were saying was there was a certain room, and, like, since it was a three-floor building, well, if you don't count the basement... um. Where there was a, where there were there were three rooms on top of each other, and if anyone stayed in any of those three rooms, their lives would fall apart. Like for instance, there was a girl who she worked at a bank, and she was about to get promoted. She moved in there. 
she lost her job, lost all her money, and she couldn't find another job. She ended up moving. They don't know what happened to her. There was another girl who suffered from narcolepsy, and um, she actually worked out in one of the sp- in the spot where we we thought the trouble was coming from, and she would she um, would have fits of rage because she didn't take her medication or something like that, and. Um, she got the, she had the cops called on on her like three four times because she would just get into such a get just go crazy and just flip out on on people like to the point where cops had to be involved. This happened on three separate occasions, and I don't usually people with narcolepsy they don't <laughs> suffer from things like that. That's just my my vague knowledge of the disease itself, but it, it was just weird, just one of those things, I guess. Well, it just, uh, that it happened to three or four tenants. In, I believe it was four tenants in a row. Yeah. And she figured, you know, something something strange is going on here, and who do you call? So that, fortunately, she called us instead of some inexperienced people, I suppose. Yeah. So what what we did was go in, and uh, we came to the conclusion, make a long story short, that much as it may be the case in, in Chelsea's case here, there were, it wasn't, the, the place, there did not seem to be any parasitical entities there when we, when we were there, but they often do kind of clear out when, when they see us coming. People have written to us and said they know us by name. I, I, I do not consider that a matter for pride, but um, anyway, that, whether that's true, I don't know. But we went in and we found in the basement two, this what seemed to be the center of the, of, of the energy, perhaps if you want to say, not to be melodramatic, a gateway or a portal or whatever you want to call it, uh, that seem to be marked by two seemingly innocuous things. I guess they're known as, as is it gargoyles? I think they're gar- gargoyles. Yeah. Well, what, what would you call them? I mean, you, you had them around the old house. Yeah, I did. Well, that, that's another story. They were on the wall in the basement where this woman that Ben mentioned with narcolepsy used to work out. She had her, I guess, uh, equipment down there and yeah. everything. And on the wall, which of, of the brick wall, were, were the two... Small one was a lovely sort of a garden scene carved. It was kind of uh, creepy though. Three-dimensional. Yeah, it was kind of. And that was a, was a lion face, which is no, no, no. It was a, there was a, like a the face of a baby on top of the garden one. Oh, that's true. There, yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah. Well, anyway, we said, and I, I tend to like art of that in that form, art of that kind. And what we did was we had the the landlady get rid of these things, and we haven't heard anything. A negative sense, but we think that may have been a, uh, if you want to call it a feeding station for parasitical entities, when people were around, uh, they, they would perhaps come through in this area and feed upon whatever they could find that was negative in the people, and things got worse. People didn't realize that they should defend themselves from these things, and things simply uh, simply continued to get worse. So we, uh, they got rid of those, and it seems to be uh, better now. Now we but had that doesn't own... that doesn't really answer the lady's question. No, 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 it doesn't. No, so, but I'm getting to that. Um, okay, so uh, but the thing is, you have a 15 month old son. That's something we get very nervous about when you have a child involved. And we yeah. have a number of cases we're aware of where uh, there's parasitical activity and a child involved. Uh, I don't like that. I think the steps need to be taken here, Chelsea. Uh, ben, what would be your advice for for Chelsea here? Um, well, there's not a lot of details. More details would be helpful. Uh, yeah. yeah, more details would be helpful. Problems with the family, stuff like that, which we wouldn't expound on the air, yeah, unless you didn't, unless you wanted us to. But I don't think you would well, because we would it's a private to, thing to write to us again and tell us. Yeah, to be more specific, like what's going on, what's been going on, why do you feel that a parasite's bothering you? 
um, any other problems in the home, having problems with your boyfriend, parents, parents, uh, boyfriend's parents, uh, any problems with the child, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. Things, Anything they would feed on. Yes, things that, like, stress, job stress, uh, other things like that. If you live in an apartment, other tenants, uh, one, it could be a drug dealer, weapons dealer, other crap like that. And yeah, there, there could be people involved in negative activity. I've run into this in multifamily housing very often. Uh, we had another case around here too. We were we were dealing with where uh, the energy, with negative energy, was coming from another apartment. Yeah, and and uh, simply coming into the these the people's home and and uh, picking on the child and doing all this sort of thing. So I'd like more details, but generally the answer to these the, the parasite problem is to take control of the situation yourself with positive energy. I, I've always called it the Peter Pan theory. Think happy thoughts, so to speak. Bring in positive energy to displace the negative energy. It really does work. And what that involves coming together with those you live with, with your family. And as we know today, families can, a family can have many, many different meanings. But the, the point is we're all people. You come together. You stand shoulder to shoulder. You build upon your solidarity. You uh, have whatever faith you have. You, you build it up. And don't underestimate the power of laughter. You wouldn't believe the power humor can have against these things. Humor is a very, very, as long as you're not laughing at each other, obviously. Uh, humor in its most positive form can be a tremendous weapon against these things. And I found they're tremendously repulsed by it. Also, something you don't hear very often in the West, I mean in, in America and Europe, in our, our culture and our background, is call upon your ancestors. Your ancestors are not dead. They're alive in many, many parallel worlds, and you are with them. Um, we, when you live in the multiverse way with this awareness, you become vividly aware of that, and you lose all sense of loss. These, these people will help you. They, many of them are in worlds where they're aware of us and, and can take care of us and help, and uh, they're, they're tremendous allies against these, these things. There is, there is, as in ancient folklore... And uh, as in the Bible, there is a big struggle between good and evil. I think that idea is based on the the struggle between us and these predators who would ruin our lives for their own sustenance. It's also a Zoroastrian concept. Yeah, you know, the Zoroastrians, they get into everything, don't they? Yeah. If you listen to some of our shows. So essentially, the initial suggestion here for Chelsea and for anybody else going through this is to bring in positive energy. Be as positive as you can. Naturally, every family has stress and there are issues, and especially today in the middle of a depression or whatever you want to call this that we're going through, there are, there are problems. But when you stick together, it's amazing what you can do. And one of the things you can do is to build up positive defenses against these things. So, Chelsea, uh, please send us uh, some more information, if you can, about where you live, what the situation is, what's going on, and perhaps we can be more specific. But the answer is certainly going to be positive energy in any way you can you can bring it in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> any more comments on that, there, man? No. Okay, essentially a positive idea. Okay, this is, believe it or not, people still write letters. And sometimes they're even handwritten. And they send them in the mail. And a, and a guy brings them to the door and puts them in the mailbox. So uh, all, all these things are not emails. So this is to us. And this is written from David. And I don't know if he wants us to use his full name. So I won't. In Bakersfield, California. 